Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. How are you? Um, I am good. I just burnt my tongue off. I know. I was drinking some of that. Have you seen that liquid IV? <laughs> you add it to water and stuff. My, both of my kids are obsessed with it. So the last time we were at Costco, they gave uh, they were giving out samples. So I got one. Well, I thought, I'm just going to put that in my water. Give myself a little pick-me-up. <laughs> little did I know I didn't get the one that's the extra hydration. I grabbed the one that was the energy boost. So I have been like a cartoon pinging off the walls for about the past 30 minutes. And so I went and made myself some nice vanilla chamomile and honey tea. And so I'm trying just to chill and bring it all down. And so I took a big swig and it was a pot and I just like roasted. And now I can't talk and I have like a... <laughs> you just burnt the shit out your tongue. I did. I burnt the shit out of my tongue. I'm sorry about that. That is never any fun. Yeah, it'd be okay. So last night after you and I were done recording yesterday's podcast, I sat down with my notebook and I was like a writing fool. And I wrote a bunch of podcasts and I wrote a bunch of classes and I was just going like ham. So and then today has been, I don't know, weird, crazy, like everything that's going on with Abigail and I don't know, just so much chaos. And then my son was, you know, just walked in the door right as we were about to start recording. And he's like, Mom, I did the coolest thing today. And so I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to squash him and not listen to what his fun story was, but he was just putting new flooring in the local police department's armory. Okay. Anyway, well, I was working on my workshop, the manifestation workshop that I'm going to do in December. It's kind of all of, because I thought, well, I'm doing research for for our podcast today anyway, so let's just work on both. And I'm pretty darn excited about some of the stuff I'm going to do. Nice. It's a two for one. I know. All right. So what are we talking about today, Kat? Well, Tanya, we're talking about manifestation because this is going to be airing on January the 4th. And what a perfect time to manifest. Oh, hell yeah. I know. Yeah. Just manifest that shit everywhere. Everywhere. I think it (laughs) sounded super official when you were like, well, Tanya. Well, Tanya, (laughs) let me tell you all about it. Okay, Kat, let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing that I think is interesting is the things that we practice daily, the things that we put out into the world, they really kind of become part of our lives. And, you know, creating positive habits and putting positive thoughts and words out into the world can help us reap what we need and what we want in our lives. It's the vibrations we put out that we Mm -hmm. receive in return. I think it's important for us to start off maybe with like a definition of manifestation, because it was really funny that you mentioned yesterday, having been asked recently, well, what is a manifestation? Mm -hmm. You know, because we're a society that's goal oriented as it is, but then what's the difference? Like, right? What's the difference? Mm -hmm. As I look it up in Oxford Dictionary, just a straight up dictionary definition. They say that manifestation is the first sign that clearly shows that your theory or your idea is becoming real. Mm -hmm. 
which that's like, it's like super generic, but it's so different from a goal. A goal is set a, you know, marked location and get to it. Right. Whereas manifestation is such a bigger picture, Mm -hmm. right? And so I thought that that was really cool because I'm like, okay, so what makes a manifestation truly different from a goal? Because you and I have talked about goal setting. We've talked Mm -hmm. about rituals. So why manifestation now? And I think it's it's simple to say like goals can be the stepladder to building what you want to manifest Mm -hmm. and what you seek to manifest is maybe more than just, hey, I want to lose five pounds or, hey, we need to buy a new car or a new furnace or even start a small business. Those are all Mm -hmm. lovely ideas, but the manifestation is the bigger picture. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, if I buy a new car, it's because I want to have my 2.5 children family driving safely in a minivan from here to the grocery store to school to sports and Mm -hmm. home again like right the van is only one piece of that big picture of your manifestation Mm -hmm. I agree well and I believe that our mind is powerful and what we believe and what we put out into the world becomes our reality so if I say to myself enough times I'm boring or I'm stupid or I'm unorganized or unfocused or I'm fat you know we all always have to add fat in there. My subconscious begins to believe that and that begins to stop me from achieving my goals, achieving my desires because I don't believe in myself that it's possible. So you have to change your thought processes. You have to change your inner beliefs about yourself to help to manifest things that you want. My mom used to always tell us when we were growing up, choose your friends wisely. You become what they are. Mm -hmm. And even as an adult, that still rings so true. Because if we surround ourselves with negativity and people that say, oh, you can't do that, then we can't do that. If that, so it's important when we're manifesting, when we're setting goals to put ourselves in the best opportunity to be able to achieve those goals. Surround ourselves with the same vibration we wish to Mm -hmm. move either forward towards, through, or beyond even Mm -hmm. in this case. And it's funny that you say, uh, I believe uh, our belief is, you know, very powerful. I wrote that down. I'm like, and like you always say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's really true yeah. in this case like right if mm-hmm. if we're stuck in that language of our old truths, we're never going to be able to come to a place of manifesting our new truths. Right. And so some of the things that I had written down, and we'll come back to your acronym, because I think it's Mm -hmm. kind of pertinent when it comes to really quality manifestation projects, we'll say. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the things that I think it's important to mention is that mantra work, that inner dialogue like you're talking about Mm -hmm. is really kind of creating that space for, am I manifesting the right things? Am I, do I just have this piss poor attitude and everywhere I go, I just bleed off this negative energy? Or do I have this, I can, I will, I'm open, right? Like, and have this willingness so that everywhere you go, you're just putting out the proper vibrations to help you manifest what you wish and desire. 
I think maybe we could segue here just because we brought up your acronym for goals. Uh-huh. This might be a great place to start talking about breaking down and how to how to create that manifestation with a step-by-step ladder of, you know, smaller uh-huh. goals to achieve the larger picture. Well, and when we talk about creating or manifesting, everything, I mean, the things that we want to create and manifest are very different from each of, for each one of us. And we all have different things that we need. When I worked in knowledge management, we, uh, Bob Skurlock, my sister's husband, introduced me to the term SMART goals. And it's just an acronym that you use for goal setting. And I love it. You know, I've blabbed about it all the time, but it's, it's very smart. Even you don't, some of the pieces you don't have to go as crazy about with manifestation, but I think it's still very valid to use. Like the S in SMART stands for specific, and your goal has to be specific. You can't say, I want to be able to do all the hard yoga poses. That's not a focused goal. You can say, I want to learn how to do a handstand. You can, you need to make it specific. And then the M stands for measurable. So it has to be something you can track. So let's say that a handstand is what your goal is. You can track your progress by how body strong your body is getting in the preparatory poses for that. You can track it by um, using the wall, how well you can control your body upside down. So it is a, you do want a measurable goal. A stands for achievable. Is your goal achievable? You know, if if you have wrist problems, if you have a torn rotator cuff, learning how to do a handstand is not going to be a, an attainable goal for you. If I decide tomorrow I want to be a brain surgeon, that's not an attainable goal for me right now. And R is for realistic. So one thing when you look at realistic goals, you have to look at the whys. Why do you want to do a handstand? You know, are you willing to be able to work towards those goals. You need a good why and you need the motivation to work towards your goals. And you have to really look at, is it a realistic goal for you? I mean, maybe it is achievable, but is it realistic? If I decide, if you decide you want to go back to PA school, you've got a whole lot going on. Is that, is it achievable? Yes. Is it a realistic goal for you right now? Maybe not. You know, right. um, and then uh, T stands for time. You do need a time frame attached to the go- the goals that we set. Because if you go, I'm going to be a rocket scientist, you could say that until you're 200 years old. Okay, well, not 200. We're not going <laughs> to. We're not going to achieve that. We're not going to teach you how to manifest 200 years. But you could. You could. You know, work on that goal forever. And, and I know a lot of people that have goals that they've set for themselves, especially in the writing community. It took me 10 years to write Badass and Bendy because I didn't have any time stamp put on it. Right. So, you know, for something that's important to you, for something you want to manifest that you want to work towards, it's good to set a time, you know, probably, I usually like to say for manifestations, 21 days, you know, and it could even be, it can be, you know, 28, it could be 45, but you have to pick a number and then you may, you won't, you may not achieve your goal at that point, but you can come back, look at it again, readdress it, see what's working for you, see what's not and keep moving on. I think for me, that's probably the big one. Like I'm totally down with coming up with something specific. I'm pretty good at making it achievable and realistic and, you know, measurable. It's the time one. 
I tend to let mm-hmm. myself off the hook. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't get it in 21 days. So we'll just go 21 more days, you know, yeah. and, and I just keep mm-hmm. extending yeah. the timestamp, which is mm-hmm. the same thing as not having a timestamp. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really a big one that I need to spend a little bit more time and focus on. Mm-hmm. It's really thinking that one through. And I think the timestamp can work for people the, that way for you, like for you, but it can also make people stop as well if they don't have, and that'll make them have to look back through. Okay, if I put 21 days on this and I know it's not achievable, then maybe I need to readdress my goal. So that can make you reassess if your goal is is realistic and achievable also. But yeah, I have the same thing, especially with the yoga studio. I'll be like, well, I'm going to do, I mean, Edward and I have been planning on doing a yoga for osteoporosis workshop that we want to go teach other places. I haven't put a timestamp on it. So I've been working on this, but not for about two years now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's like, so I guess maybe I should say, Tanya, I'm going to come to your studio and teach a yoga for osteoporosis workshop and then put a time on it. And then I would actually set my my little happy ass down and do it. Wouldn't that be yeah. cool? Yeah. 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 I think, uh, I think that that one hits home for me today is the, the timestamp. And so I wrote that down in my notes because mm-hmm. there's a couple things that I got hanging out there that I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Like I'm going to get to that. But then I keep putting other things on my list in front of it, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm, I'm definitely not getting to it. So I think I need to, um, I need to put myself in charge on that one. So a couple other things that go along with that, like what are some of the aids that we can incorporate? What are that some of the things and the tools that we can do to help our goals, you know, hit the, that acronym, the SMART acronym. And one I mentioned earlier was mantra work, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to come back to that one because I wrote a whole part on mantra work, but I want to come back to that one. Another one that you can do, and this is, you know, all in, you know, your belief system, right? It can be the power in prayer. It could be, mm-hmm. you know, the power in meditation or for people who are working energy medicine or love their crystals, you could do a crystal grid and put your intention, your goal at the center of the grid and, you know, make it that much more powerful, right? The other is find a friend, in this case, a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody who is willing to keep you on track, to encourage you a little bit, to, you know, maybe be your conscience when on Tuesday you're like, nope, not working towards the goal. And they're like, come on, you can do it. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, your cheerleader. And then I think the like the last one you said, or not the last one, but I think somewhere in there you had, you know, tracking and making it measurable, a good old fashioned journal. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's like cats jumping out the page at us right now. She's like, journal, journal your goals, yeah. journal, right? And <laughs> that, and that is my next little point, is journaling. <laughs> <laughs> and literally tracking your progress yeah. in your journal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the SMART goals help you decide if what you want to manifest is a good choice. Uh, but once you've decided on what you want to manifest, I like to do a manifestation journal. Now, a It's different than just regular journaling because it's more specific to what you're trying to manifest in my mind. I like to have a separate journal completely just for manifestation. And you can do a journal, you can journal on what you're trying to manifest daily or weekly or even monthly, you know, just check in and see how you're doing, what you're doing to achieve your goal. And I would 
when you're trying to manifest something, I would put what it is you're trying to manifest. I am going to write a novel that uh, I have written a novel, have that be what you're manifesting, but then journal about what's working for you, what's not working for you, what you're, what you could do better, what can help you get to your goal. I think we need to do some introspection when we're working on manifesting our goals and our dreams and our best life. So looking at how does your internal belief system align with what you've decided you want to achieve? You know, how can you do this? Can you journal? Can you journal daily about how that's changing who you are inside as well? Because a lot of times what we want to manifest, we have to change what we're doing because you can't achieve, you know, this big lofty goal by doing what you're already doing. So you have to make big changes. Bingo, because if you did, you'd already be there. And this wouldn't (laughs) be something that you would desire. So clearly Mm -hmm. something you're currently doing isn't working. Yeah. Have you heard of the 369 manifestation method? Mm -mm. This is on TikTok. And so if you're on TikTok, um, you can check it out. This is something you can do in your manifestation journal. There are many ways that you can do it. And I've seen the 369 method written many different ways ways. It kind of comes from the laws of attraction, but you write down what you want. Like I want to make $50,000 or whatever it is. It can be, I want to buy a new car, whatever, whatever it is. So you write down what you want to manifest in the morning, three times, then six times in the afternoon. Then you write it at nine times at night. And you do this for 21 days and you write it in the past tense, believing that it's already happened because you have to change that belief within you. And I think it's pretty cool. So it's something else that you could do if you wanted to do the 369 method with your meta, your manifestation journal, you could um, do that, you know, do a big overview of the journal and then do that 369 manifestation method. It's so funny that you bring that up because literally you and I must have been vibing last night. <laughs> in my notes, it says in mantra work, it's like having the morning mantra for today's goals, <laughs> the afternoon <laughs> mantra for the five-year plan and the evening mantra for your lifetime manifestation. That's literally in my notes. So you just pulled out some morning, noon, and night shit. And I'm like, what? I did did that too. In, in the mantra work that I was suggesting, it mm-hmm. was that same sort of mentality of the really putting it out there into the ether. But what I was talking about in the mantras that I was writing was use the morning mantra for today's goals. Mm-hmm. Use your afternoon mantra for like that five-year plan. And then use your evening mantra for like that lifetime manifestation. So right. that every Every day you keep in mind what you need to do today starting this morning. At lunch, you ponder what's going to be for the next three to five years. And then at bedtime, when you go to bed with a full heart, hopefully, Mm -hmm. you can say a little bit of gratitude for the day and you can be this is what's getting me to that lifetime goal. Right. Perfect. I love that. I love that. It's funny that we both said the same or similar (laughs) things. We kind of do that a lot. We kind of do. Two great minds think alike. (laughs) Or two crazy minds think alike. Hey, (laughs) hey, hey, hey. Well, besides writing our goals down, one thing we have to do, I believe, uh, when you're talking about manifestation, because we've already talked about changing our belief system, is to speak 
your desire into being. So you need to speak what you want to manifest and that has to become part of your story. So like I go through and you know this, I go through times of not really, you know, believing that I'm a writer. And I, but then I say it over and over again. I am a writer. I am an author. I am a writer. I am successful. I am creative. And I say that more and more when I regularly do that, I write more and I write more good stuff. Yeah, I still write a lot of crap, but you know, anyone that writes, writes crap and good stuff. I but am the beast. <laughs> but you have to convince yourself before you can achieve so many things. I have to believe myself, but not only do I have to speak it, I like to write whatever I'm manifesting and putting it on a piece of paper and put it somewhere where I can see it. Mm-hmm. You can put it up everywhere, put it in your car, put it everywhere to keep that goal, that thought in the forefront of your mind. Right. Well, and I think too, part of that is like what you're suggesting is the writing it sort of like jostles a different part of the brain, right? And then when you speak it, now speaking it, it literally Mm -hmm. creates vibrations and it starts to change, you know, the neuroplasticity, right? Like now you have an actual physical effect throughout the central nervous system. And Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of that very intelligent soft palate that we have in the mouth with all of the reflexology points that are, you know, functioning when we speak. So when we use that vibration, it's like really changing things. I love that. She's snapping down notes. <laughs> well, I was thinking, ooh, I want to get my Buddha brain book out to to make little notes for the manifestation workshop. Yep. It's uh, that it's it's one of my favorite books. Maybe we should just give it a little plug. It's Buddha's Brain by Rick Hansen, PhD, and the book is super fantastic about meditation, intention setting, manifesting, about really just changing the old biography that's been mm-hmm. playing on repeat in your brain mm-hmm. and how to learn to move away from the triggers, the things that knock you off course and instead mm-hmm. stay par for the course. So it's a great book. It's perfect well, for what we're talking about. It is. And, you know, much of getting our desires is in becoming aware of our thought patterns and our habits and our responses to the world around us and our behaviors. So it's when people think, well, I'm going to manifest a new laptop computer. Well, good. But, <laughs> you know, there's so many things and I don't recommend and well, you can man- you can work on manifesting anything, but I like to manifest kind of abstract things or things that are not material things that I can touch so much. Right. Um, I think but, I think where you and I are driving at that is that that's more of a goal. What mm-hmm, you're doing yeah. is you're setting a goal. And within that goal, you say, hey, I want this laptop by, say, January 2022. I need to save up this many dollars. So you've got a plan heading you mm-hmm. towards that goal. But a manifestation is the business that maybe you want to run through that laptop or mm-hmm. the book that you wish to write with that laptop or whatever the end goal of the desire that it it can be whatever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, like I was telling you yesterday, uh, my sister Lauren said, okay, you keep talking about manifestation and she knows a lot about goal setting. So she was like, what are you even talking about when you talk about manifestation? And so I told her the easiest way for me to explain it to her was to use her as an example. 
And so I told her that, cause she's been telling me nonstop that she wants to create, you know, her dream spot, her refuge there at her farm. And she wants her home to be the place that she wants to escape to, that she wants to go on a vacation to her own home as much as she does to anywhere else. And so to have that place and she keeps telling me all of this over and over and over again, that she wants this to be the place where she goes to de-stress. She wants to have her farm animals and all of this stuff. And she is doing it because she keeps speaking it. When she sees something special that will make her house more inviting to her, she buys it or she waits for it to go on sale. And she is creating this perfect environment she didn't even know she was trying to manifest this, but she keeps, she says it every time I talk to her almost, she's talking about it. She has been manifesting it. And here's yeah. one of the things mm -hmm. where our thoughts follow our words, like, right? Mm -hmm. So as people who have heard the big C cancer word, whether on the telephone, reading it on a test result or been plagued with it in their lifetime, when we go to the doctor and we are waiting for the next test, and I know you've got a mammal coming up, so this yeah. is this is like fresh on your brain. It's almost like you want to go to the appointment, but you don't want to put words out there because you're afraid that if you put words <laughs> out there, it is literally going to manifest the exact thing you don't want. Like, right. right. Like we literally are like, okay, this is the one time I am not going to put words to it <laughs> because if I put yeah. words to it, it's going to come true. Cause that's how powerful our mind and our manifestation yeah. is. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, nope, we are going to talk ourselves right into a healthy result yeah. so that we do not even go down the road mm -hmm. of manifesting the negative result. And speaking of negativity, one thing I do like to, I want to kind of circle back around to with journaling is if you do just Meta, uh, manifestation journal and just journal about what you want to manifest. That's great. If you want to try the 369 method along with that or by itself, that's great. But one thing that I think is so helpful when you're talking about manifesting is to do a gratitude journal because you have to be grateful for what you get. You have to be grateful for what you're hoping to get. And it's so important to help keep you focused on, you know, you may even look when you're doing your gratitude journal at night, write down three things that you're grateful for, write down some things that you're grateful for that are helping you get to your goals or that are helping you to believe more in what you're trying to manifest. So, you know, I'm always finding new ways to slam that journaling in there. I, I know. I love it. But, you know, you're not wrong, like, right, because part of our power in manifestation is being able to believe in the joy of the steps we've taken, how close we're coming. Mm -hmm. And that is all, you know, presented in those tidbits of gratitude when you sit down with your journal or your manifestation journal is the acknowledgement of, do you remember where I was? Mm -hmm. and look at where I am now. And I can't wait to see where I'll go tomorrow. Right. Right. That's just the mm -hmm. beauty as, mm -hmm. as opposed to the regret of what was and the worry for what will be. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different mindset when we can be grateful for where we've been and be excited for where we're going. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I, you know, plenty of people that live in the regret land and all that does is make you sick. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, because you can't change the past. It's not possible. The past is the past. It's what happened. But what are you going to manifest from here on out? What are you going to work towards that will 
bring more joy to your life or create the life that you desire. And those are the words. (laughs) What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, when I did your daily sadhana, uh, the Kriya Yoga workshop, I think that that is a perfect way to, to try to manifest, to use a daily sadhana, a daily practice with yoga and meditation and mantras and mudras and what journaling and everything else that it entails and the yoga flows and using that to help you create your desires and your dream life. Yeah. It's a tangible, I feel like the sadhana sort of hits that SMART acronym pretty mm-hmm. well. Like it does. we put a time to it, we make sure it's achievable. You know, I mean, I feel like it, it's just, it's the yogic way of following the SMART acronym. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I love pretty that. darn amazing. I love that. Um, and, you know, the best way to achieve, the best way to achieve your goals is to be clear about what you want to make it realistic and to put a time on it. And so I think when we start looking at goals, they are different than manifesting. But I think a lot of us use that almost as synonyms in some ways, but understanding that there's a difference and making sure that you're clear and realistic. I agree with you. Yeah, well, and I think what people forget is that they may have put this tangible goal out there like, oh, yeah, I want to lose 25 pounds. But every day they get up with this negative attitude. They're like, oh, no, I'm overstressed. I can't do my workout today. They talk themselves out of it. And so even though that goal sits there, everything they're manifesting every day is not getting them any closer to that goal. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the difference is literally like what you were saying is changing the way you talk to yourself, changing the way you write your story. Mm -hmm. The only person holding the pen on your story is you. Mm -hmm. And if you keep turning the page back to 101 and rewriting the same damn page over and over again, you're never Mm -hmm. going to move forward to the next Mm -hmm. chapter. And every day you have a new page a brand new clean page that you can start with. So I know when it's, when you mentioned dieting, when people go down the diet rabbit hole and we all have so many times, if that's what you're trying to manifest, if you fall off the wagon because you ate two cookies, a lot of people are like, oh, well, screw it. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do the rest of the day. I'll get back on tomorrow. No, that's not, that's not doing you any good. That's not helping you change, even changing your belief in yourself, because a lot of manifestation and changing our belief patterns and thought patterns is changing the way we think about ourselves and believing in ourselves. That's that whole bit about mantra work. Yeah. Like it really does come down to the cellular level of what is the story you're going to tell yourself today? Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool stuff. It is cool stuff. So because it's the new year, the point of all of this is, is maybe you spend the next few days creating a manifestation. And when you do put it out there, put it on Mm -hmm. our Facebook, send us an email, share with us what your manifestation is, and we're going to help you get there. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. We'll sprinkle all kinds of good, good lucky charms on it. (laughs) (laughs) Kat's going to be the sprinkler. I'm just going to be the shoveler and I'm going to shovel all your BS so that you get to where you want to go without excuses and without looking back. Mm -hmm. Because 
you know, to be able to achieve, you have to start believing in yourself first. Because if you can't believe in yourself, no one else can. Right on. So, and we believe in you. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we saying? Happy New Year? Yeah. Happy New Holy Year. Holy crap. I Happy know. It's 2022. <laughs> what the hell, man? I know. <laughs> we need to have champagne. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> this is back to alcohol, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.